Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O Welcome to Tunnel Talk, a No Facts, All Feelings wrestling podcast on the Social Suplex Network. I'm Allie. I'm Ann. And I'm Leah. Uh, how are you guys doing this week? Oh, happy Galentine's Day. Happy Galentine's yeah. Day. Happy Galentine's Day. Wow. I'm good. I'm making a little... Any... I'm making a woolly mammoth head for my nephew for his birthday in a couple of weeks. Oh, and yeah. it's like it coming along pretty well. I've got like a lot of the pieces done, so now I'm getting stressed about like putting it together. Plus, because like I've kind of invent I took a couple patterns and have like, like Frankenstein them together so it's <laughs> like it might go real bad once but it looks like it fits and um I'm getting pretty stoked about it so we'll see oh, if I'm I get it done so excited to see that yeah That's it's awesome. based on this Canadian kids show because my nephew is going to turn four and now he's obsessed with dinosaurs which is pretty exciting and woolly mammoths are his they're not a dinosaur his but they're his favorite prehistoric. dinosaur <laughs> yeah his prehistoric <laughs> animal so <laughs> Good style. Wow. Leah, how are you doing? Can't complain. Well, you could if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, if you want to complain, feel free. Hey, Leah, if you want to complain, you can. <laughs> you want to tell us, uh, you don't have to if you don't want to. You want to tell us what, how we're doing on Supernatural? Well, I'd like to actually tell a little story. So, <laughs> if I can. I wish you Is would. it Supernatural related? Oh, it sure it is. Th- and thank you for asking. It sure is. <laughs> Wonderful. So, it's Sunday night, and we say, hey, girls, who's around to watch TV? <laughs> and Anne says, I'm at my parents. I'll be home in an hour. And Allie says, well, Leah, <laughs> I'm free now. Do you want to watch something before Anne gets home? And I was like, yeah, if you can think of something that we can watch. And she says, what episode of Supernatural are you in? Maybe I'll just jump in. And I said... Wow, I'm at a season finale. That sounds great. So we we watched this season finale of 12 together. And don't you know, I got a DM that said, hey, so is the rest of the season Alexandra? Oh, no. Guess who's watching Supernatural now? Allie. I didn't know that. I don't love hearing that. Well, Well, I was kind of saving it for this. Yeah, Leo, I don't love to hear it. What I what I will say is, um, wow, you can really watch that show. It <laughs> really is just can really happen to you is what I would say about it. That's why you shouldn't open the door and say, exactly. Leah, I'll watch so a true. little one hour with you. But I will say c- coming in at, at 13, you don't feel the urge to go back. That is, <laughs> that is something I will say really positive about Supernatural is you don't have that feeling of like, oh, maybe I'll just go see what happened before. No urge. It's like, <laughs> I could just keep letting this wash over me going forward. But there's only two more seasons left. 
And that's so, doable. That's, that's completely so, doable that's and normal. That's actually so fine. It's, uh, it's doable. It's one of those things where you, you can do it, but should you, you know? It's really, I, I've also, I, I've, I've been putting it on during work and it, it just is the best background noise. You never want to rewind. If you miss something, you never think like I've got to go back and <laughs> It is, it is. When I turn on Supernatural, I take my brain out of its skull and I put it into the warmest, nicest saltwater bath. And then it doesn't, it doesn't run. It doesn't, it doesn't think. It doesn't do anything. We just sit there together. And it's such, such a bad, it's so poorly written but there's almost like so little to say about it at a certain point (laughs) is it a warm saltwater bath that you're in or is it a bath of toxins (laughs) well season 13 (laughs) what's happening in in season 13 of supernatural not plot wise but you can just tell from some of the stuff that's kind of going on um in the sub the like episode of the week stuff you're like okay so someone a new writer was hired and they are a sadomasochism pervert. <laughs> they love watching the Saw movies, the Eli Roth splat pack hostel stuff. And that's the energy that they brought to the season. They were just like, more gore. It's going to be so nasty. And you can just, you're just like, I think you should kind of fire this person. <laughs> It is true that, like, the earlier seasons were much more concerned with, like, souls and emotions and stuff like that. And these later seasons are like, he cut his arm off with a butter knife. (laughs) People's mouths are sewn shut and... Oh, no. It's not a good show. But the other show, I've been watching that. I was watching that. I've been watching that. And I've been watching Psych. Uh, And Psych is a nice... That's a real bath. That's so pleasant. No one's mouths are getting sewn all- shut on Psych. <laughs> we can the all favorite show that. of Zoomers. <laughs> Zoomers love Psych. You know they're out there saying it's their favorite show. That is true. Wow, those Zoomers—they're really setting the tone. Okay, so t- two have fallen. Uh, Gondor has fallen. Uh, <laughs> no longer can I can I be a voice of reason on this. <laughs> so troubling so here's the thing troubling. most winters i have seasonal depression and i didn't the winter of 21 because i watched all of bt then i did ever since then now this this winter emotionally healthy because i have wow. a project so it turns out that every winter i have to have a project and if i and if i unhook my brain then I don't feel sadness. It's, it's good to set yourself a little productive goal, like watching the entire yeah. run of Supernatural. And if I could ask the listeners not to send a clip of that to my psychiatrist, that would be great. Oh, my God. Well, you know, what can any of us say? Things happen in this life. Things happen, and you're in just February, along for the ride. Yeah, in February, Aloha, things baby. happen. In February, things happen. You can't be held uh, responsible for January and February <laughs> behavior, certainly. It's so true. Th- these are months outside of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that was a great check-in <laughs> check for all of us, I think. 
<laughs> and uh, you know, hopefully soon uh, we have our we are watching The Sopranos. I don't think we said that on the show. We no, have our somebody asked us whether we were still watching Battlestar Galactica, and we explained that we had to take a pause because our friend Aaron had some family uh, stuff. So the three of us have switched to a cult class, cult indie little production <laughs> called The Sopranos. But explain how you, how I believe you described the experience of watching The Sopranos. That that means that we have to take it a little slower than <laughs> some shows we've seen. I'll tell you, it's no supernatural. <laughs> Brain's not in a bath for that one. No, no, you have to watch The Sopranos with your eyes, your ears, your powerful mind, and your heart, and your heart. So true. But I love oh it. Oh my god. Anyway, but we we'll hope we'll have some more Battlestar Galactica updates for you in a, in a few weeks or months, and uh, we'll have some Sopranos updates for you. But that it might not not really because it's just kind of pretty well written. I would say <laughs> it's like a, it's like a pretty like good show. So you kind of watch it and you think like, wow, that was good <laughs> to see. And we're the first to observe that. Yeah, yeah. No one is saying that other than us. Uh, should we talk wrestling? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You want to hop on the uh, hop on the title scene to start. So mm. this week on Dynamite, Samoa Joe cut an in-ring promo in which he explained. I loved this explanation. He said that he reinstituted the ranking system at AEW in order to make sure that he be fed quote only the best victims to destroy. But unfortunately, the AEW Championship Committee quote, rewarded mediocrity (laughs) by giving Swerve and Hangman a three-way after last week's draw. So quick pause to just say, we haven't seen this committee. Where (laughs) is the committee? Where is the real picks or it didn't happen, Samoa Joe? (laughs) I need to see the committee in action. Who is on it? What are their criteria? Mm -hmm. When are they meeting? Is it all lawyers and Brian Danielson? What is going on? Does Tony Khan even get to be on the committee is my question. That's a great question. Uh, so um, Smojo said, quote, obviously a crime has been committed against me. Loved that. Swerve came out then in jeans, which is mm. important because he did look, I would say, really good. Really I good. I believe our really, group really chat good. was just a wall of people going thighs. Thighs. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yes. Um, so he came out and confronted Joe. I think that the gist of it, it was kind of funny because th- these were like two minutes where the vibe was that they were like, okay, Samoa Joe isn't really kind of a part of any of this. So <laughs> Swerve will kind of pitch the idea that yes, he is. And it is kind of personal and, you know, he'll pitch some of this. And then uh, Hangman came out and confronted both of them. And that was just like out the window. It was like, yeah, yeah. no, he doesn't matter. As and always, then they- he doesn't matter. They both 100% forgot that Samojo was there. He tried to grab the mic to, like, yell at them to remind them that he actually has the championship. And they were like, great. They went back to, like, glaring at each other. He walked out the ramp, clearly hoping they were watching him. They were not watching him. He looked him. back. No one was watching him. He looked him. back yeah. to be like, are they watching me leave? Are they sorry for what they did? And they were looking at each other. They were like, I hate, hate they to see him leave and don't watch him assholes. go. They were like literally just in kissing pose, totally ignoring him. It was just oh, we're like, gonna do this Samoa again. Life. We're yeah. gonna do this again. Didn't you feel like this week, like we have we had reached the point in the rival scenario where I'm like, it's getting late in the season, and they're kind of so into fighting, like they're understanding it on a different level that it's like it was kind of 
there was a fun playfulness <laughs> to it almost. They were so excited to be doing it again. Actually. Uh, does somebody want to say Hangman's Hangman's line? <laughs> Hangman's perfect line. When you're writing your dynamite reports, don't say I was bad. <laughs> I wasn't bad. So I wasn't funny. bad. Wow. That pop culture king. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Samoa Joe also with that great line, this walking domestic dispute ends tonight, <laughs> which was one of the things he said in an attempt to become relevant to a scene <laughs> in which he was irrelevant. He simply like, was not. Of course relevant. he knows they're married. Samoa Joe knows that more than anyone. <laughs> He's constantly trying to get their attention off each other unsuccessfully. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, any other, any other, I guess, any new thoughts about uh, what is going to happen at Revolution? This is like a pretty, sh- it was a fairly short, perfect little segment that I think woke us all up, delightful. I think this was the only thing that really kind of moved things along. What do you think about the Revolution match? I have no idea. I mean, something about Samoa, the way Samoa Joe was like, I want to be fed challengers. I was like, you've only had Hook. So yeah. is it possible that he's going to lose at Revolution having only had Hook? Like, Hook is – so I'm sorry to Hook, but he is nothing. <laughs> I had – this was the week where I was like, Samoa Joe has kind of not been doing a lot. Like, he's been delighting me as champ in a way he never did before. So it's like I'm very yeah. fond of him, but it's like – it's just funny because it's like – well, he's kind of done these promos that uh, have been taken over by two people who don't care about him <laughs> at all. So I really it's feel like anything being like, happen. it's my special day. And it's like two randos off the street came in and they've hijacked the wedding. And, and he like, just keeps being like, one I of them paid pro- for this wedding. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's exactly like somebody proposed at your wedding and you're like, bitch, propose somewhere else. <laughs> but instead they've come up and they're like, can we get married right here and right now? With this priest in front of this guy congregation <laughs> uh it is it is kind of weird that he hasn't fought anybody that is such a good point that i, I had not thought of until someone put this in their notes i know i, think it was I, just, I yeah. just don't i don't know what's gonna happen i'm like worried about osprey coming in i'm worried because like so many people were like they need to strap up okada as soon as he comes in yeah. and i'm like guys I, I mentally have already booked the rest of the year so yeah <laughs> oh. right so we can't be shaking it up with those guys no. for sure they're gonna have I do you feel like it's the kind of thing where it's like really any result because i'd be fine with samojo keeping it a little bit longer actually which i'm surprised by and like i'd be fine with either hangman or swerve so it's like as long as they don't as long as I keep Hangman and Swerve going as a storyline, I'm fine with it. But I really yeah. don't know what's going to happen. I don't think that people should come into a company and just get a belt. We no. talked about it last week. We've accepted. I know you guys agree, but <laughs> I, I just want to restate it because, you know, there were, I felt like there was a there was a high stress this week about like what's going to happen with Okada when he comes in. And I was like, I can't wait to find out when he shows up. I don't, well, I forget who it was, but somebody, somebody on Twitter.com was like, Okada, if Okada debuts at big business, he should win the belt belt that night. And I was like, (laughs) what are we doing here? That's wild. That's just a wild opinion. Yeah. I don't know. know. We've come around a lot on, on belts, but that is, that is sicko melted brain belt talk. Okay. We'll never come around that far. 
I genuinely yeah. think that there should be a company rule that you <laughs> cannot win a belt until you have sur- you have wrestled twenty five matches or been here six months, whichever comes first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is like, I think they need to think of this as like a TV show that they're putting on that has different storylines and different people that your audience is invested in. And like, it's great when new people come in, I can love a new talent, but let's, let's keep our show on the rails and like integrate people into storylines. I love when, I love when you describe literally what wrestling is, but of course I know exactly what you mean. It's like, guys, let's remember, let's remember what we're actually watching. Okay. (laughs) Let's remember it's a what weekly it is. It's a weekly TV program. television show. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. Uh, uh, do you guys have anything that you want to say about Brian Cage? <laughs> no, except Brian Cage is being just like sort of a little bit charming in this, which I shocks me. I think it is me. the best work that I've seen him do probably ever. Yeah. At least it's like, in a long time the only personality I've ever seen. And it's like, of course I'm not very interested in him still, but it's like, Oh, that, that promo was a little bit funny. You know, it's just like, Oh, well, it's fun that he's been experimenting with humor. That is so true. (laughs) And people can surprise you even in wrestling. Uh, Let's move on and talk about uh, Adam Copeland who had an in-ring promo with Tony Schiavone on this week's collision. Uh, I don't want to explain this. So Cope is third in the (laughs) ranking. So I guess he can fight for either of the belts that isn't already being fought for at revolution. So Tony was like, which belt are you going to fight for? Which I have to say is quite funny where it's like, I think probably the one that his best friend slash mortal enemy holds (laughs) if I had to guess, but it would be quite this year if he was like, I'll go for orange cat. Oh, well, I guess orange has a belt. (laughs) The international belt. Yeah. I mean, that was his other option. And if he'd just been like, yeah, that sounds good. And everybody was just like, wow, the rankings really are shaking things up. Um, but uh, he was intimating that he thought that he would challenge for the TNT belt. Danny Garcia came out. Oh, I forgot to say he did take a second to scold our EVPs for their heinous behavior last <laughs> he week. Was, I really enjoyed that he was like, if I was there, it wouldn't have happened. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I think he probably, probably would have. Everyone else in the back. Everyone else in the back just doesn't care the way that Cooper cares, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I really felt so proud. I was like, nothing could stop them. When they want to do bad things, they'll do bad things. <laughs> they'll do bad things. Uh, but Danny Garcia came out in the middle of this promo to say that he's also been picking up plenty of wins. Uh, and he beat the Patriarchy last week in the trios match with FTR. And he actually wants a shot at the TNT title. So Cope was like, okay, I he kind of was like, I think you're like an uppity young cub, but FTR like you, which is like, that's the least meaningful thing on earth. Like if FTR <laughs> like you, it's basically like a negative in my book. But, um, he was like, okay, I, I, I will give you a shot. Uh, next week I'll fight you. And whichever of us wins, will get the, the TNT title shot. Uh, and then as Danny Garcia went to leave, Cope like grabbed his arm and yanked him back and uh, should I read that? I'll read this little line. So he said, mm-hmm. uh, Cope said, now I know you had a match tonight and that's the only reason I'm not taking your face off right now, but make no mistake about it. You're now threatening to take food off my family's table and that does not work for me. So I am going to beat your ass next week. Okay. Um, what did you guys think about the line about the interaction about the characterization like what are you getting us as idiots <laughs> it seemed like pretty normal trash talk and i think it's a good place for <laughs> cope to be like 
kind of like cocky in this like I'm you know like in this big league way like where he's like I'm I'm the senior of this high school I'm like I'm a starting mm. quarterback uh it I get the nice showers you know what I mean and like Daniel Garcia is like why are you being such a little bitch about it? You know, like he tweeted and he was like, yeah, you've, you've had a feast since the day before I was born. I'm trying to get a bite. You know, like I feel like that's pretty normal like stuff. And it's like not bad. Yeah. He's not like underdog. Yeah. Yeah. I like basically didn't think anything of this line. Like it just went right by me. I was like, sure. I think the other thing that I'm getting from Cope is like very much um, like his character on Percy Jackson, where it's like at first he shows up, he's like kind of funny. He seems like maybe he's going to be helpful to the kids, but he's got this little mean edge to him where you're like, you don't trust him, you know? So yeah. I do feel like he's in a place where he could be set up really well for like a heel turn eventually where it's like right now he's being, but he's so mad at Christian that it's like, he's really on the edge. He's a face right now because, because he's winning and because Christian is being so bad that like, he's definitely facier in like comparison. Comparison. But like if Christian, I mean, if, um, Cope started losing all the time or Mm -hmm. like if he was facing someone different, I honestly feel like, it would like a lot of the things he says would come off a little bit like healier. You know what I mean? Like I, 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 like, I thought he came off as a heel in this promo in yeah. that moment. Like I yeah. thought it was to me, it was such a clear thing where it's like someone is putting on a certain affect and then like the mask just like dropped and yeah. it was like, mm-hmm. no, I'm a fucking asshole. And yeah. like, you don't, you don't get to be as big as me without being an asshole. It's like, as we're talking about this, I'm like, well, there's, of course there's some punk trauma here. Like he is, it's like a similar type of character thing when like a big guy comes in and he's being like, oh, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, and then punk was always doing stuff where we were like, he, okay, so he's heel turning. Cause that is shitty behavior. And he was just mm-hmm. like, no, I am a big <laughs> So it's like, I do get that it's, yeah. you know, in re- a lot of wrestling is about like, can I trust someone to actually be dropping breadcrumbs that I'm supposed to follow? But I felt like he was, I guess. And maybe let's just, I'll quickly recap the match and, and we can talk about it in that context too. So Cope and Danny Garcia did fight on Wednesday, but neither man won. Instead, uh, Nick Wayne and Luchasaurus, I don't want to call him Kill Switch, interrupted the match, uh, beating up Garcia and Cope and the match got thrown out. So no winners. Uh, Christian and Mother Wayne came out <laughs> and Christian pulled some chairs out from under the ring and, uh, like kill switch took out Danny Garcia, Adam. Co- Why I hate describing this. Adam Copeland <laughs> entered the ring, uh, and he and Christian like whacked chairs at each other. And then mother Wayne took cope out and then Christian cheers to the head chair. What is it called? Concerto. So, and so cope gets fully laid out and is like wrecked. Um, but I was wondering if you guys had any thoughts about like how the, how the match felt like how their like alignments, I guess felt or how they were behaving in the match. Yeah, I mean, I think Daniel Garcia seemed like, like you said earlier, he did seem like the underdog. Like, he is the one you're rooting for because, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, Cope is older and has had shots already, and you want Daniel Garcia to get his shot. And I think, I mean, some of the way that uh, Adam Copeland was behaving, I'm like, yeah, he was playing heel. Like, he absolutely was. Yeah, didn't he break someone in the crowd's sunglasses? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean... I think this goes back to what we were saying last week too, where it's like, 
it's okay for someone who is nominally a face right now to be doing some heelish stuff. It's like, it doesn't like, this is, this is the opposite of the, he can't be a heel because he's being cheered. You know what I mean? Like this is the other side of it where it's like, you can, you can, your face term can go so slowly that you're giving these kind of hints and like, that's okay. Like, I don't know. It is again. It's like, it is understandable if people think like it's not going to pay off in an actual heel term, but I do feel sort of, I don't know. I feel like big cope is a, a better dude than punk. I mean, we'll see what happens. I don't know, but he's God been pleasing knows. me so far, you know. So <laughs> and to please us, is, <laughs> yeah. Well, some ways it's not it's that quite hard easy. sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> we have exactly. But it is a great thing to do. Standards. It's important yeah. to please us. It's important exactly. to wrestle in ways that we like <laughs> to get the fun-loving girls demographic. Like, not everyone gets that. I'll tell Are ya. we not the benchmark of success? <laughs> Is not getting praise on this podcast the highest honor that you could look for? Yeah. Cope, Cope is clipping this and putting it on his phone to listen back to and be like, yeah, that, that feels good. <laughs> only, only those girls understand what I'm doing. They're, they're the ones. They see me. They, they see my art. I am so glad. Yeah. I mean, they're really – I think it's like the payoff of a, of a longer-term – uh, heel turn where people are like laying you're really starting to see like this is this person's flaws and this is what brings them out and they're coming out more and more and then whoop there we go we flip the switch that's so satisfying but it's true that like m- most wrestlers at this point I'm like I don't really trust you to do it like I don't know no. if you'll actually do I don't know if you're signaling what I think you're signaling or you're going to do what you're going to do but it's so like it would just be so money on the table like not to have Cope and Christian get back together as as evil gays they should be so evil and so gay together (laughs) yeah exactly i think the other thing too is that like to me cope isn't taking up like that much time or focus like especially compared to like punk or somebody so it's like what if it doesn't pay off like it's not gonna break my heart or anything you know because a lot of this has been on collision and i know that we are in a minority about this but we still don't care about collision so no it's so boring unfortunately (laughs) so we're not that worried about it um (laughs) okay uh any any other thoughts here about um i don't know any of this mother wayne in that mother in that wayne matching turtleneck looked great in that turtleneck and she was she and christian were both doing some real haughty faces in a way where i was like the patriarchy is maybe the best faction in AEW. <laughs> it's so good and the fact that nick wayne came out in the christian cage is my father shirt yes is yes. it possible they're the only ones who are doing factions correctly <laughs> Surprised they didn't put Daddy on there, but even so, I had that same it. thought, and I was like, I guess they didn't really want to get into get into all that. <laughs> this isn't a scissor me Daddy ass shirt, okay? This is it's professional fathering. Hmm. Yeah. I need someone to make a decision about what's going on with uh, Daddy Magic, though. Like, mm. where did, what role is he playing in this? And so, where is Jeff Parker? He has just totally abandoned his family. I don't, I'm worried that it's like no one is bringing this up enough. Exactly. It's like you are husbands and you adopted a child together, Danny Garcia. And he had had, as far as I can tell from when he showed up, a rough life. Okay. <laughs> he was a li- surly. He was afraid to trust. You didn't know love, but you taught him love in your home. Yeah. In your home. You taught him what love is and you taught him that it's like you have a safe space here because you have these two doting fathers. And now... <laughs> I think they have divorced. As far as I can tell. <laughs> I was like, 
It's not just like the marriage fell apart. It's like Jeff Parker moved out in the middle of the night and hasn't told anybody. Like yeah. and he's he has moved in with like Ruby or whatever's going on over there. He's not answering the phone. Nobody like oh my Danny's God, calling. Right. Matt Menard's calling. Like he yeah. is not is checking even, his voicemail. He left out. Ha- is he paying child support? Even yeah, he's gone. I, and I think it's like you get the daddy magic is it's like Danny Garcia is being like daddy magic. Where's Papa Jeff? <laughs> where's Papa Jeff? And daddy magic is like, he doesn't know what to say. He's just like, well, Papa Jeff has his own stuff going on right now, but I'll always love you, but I'll always be here for you. When they pick their names, like you should have known that the one who went with daddy magic and not cool hand Angie would be the one who stuck around, but boy, <laughs> It's so But you know what, Jeff? This kind of behavior is what puts Danny at risk for being, Mm. like, sucked in by FTR. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. He's out there finding FTR, that classic street drug that your team will start (laughs) doing if there's trouble at home. Without a strong father, they're going to join some sort of gang headed up by the most boring men alive. My family. My family. He heard that like a little siren call. Like, oh, this man cares about family. Unlike my dad who left me. To me, it's not family values. I'll tell you that, Jeff Parker. Uh, Daddy Magic did, though. He did, like, he got beat up by Luchasaurus for Danny. He loves him. It was nice. I'm worried. I I think that Danny is reaching the stage of his life where it's like he's going to be going off to college. It'll either be evil college or good college, depending (laughs) on who recruits him to play football. But um, I'm worried. Like, what is going to become of you? It's like now he goes off to college. Daddy Magic has... No child to take care of. No husband. His husband has run out on him. Like, what is there going to be for him? What is life hold for him? He's not even trying to stop his husband from being with Ruby anymore because he he gave up. He gave up. I feel like he's trying to make this commentary thing like stick. And I'm like, I like that for you. Yeah. If if you're not going to be married, you know, like Mm. I would rather. I'd rather see you married. I'd rather see you married in a beautiful tag team wrestling. (laughs) Of course, we're the Mrs. Bennetts here. We want want all our daughters to be married, obviously. But if one of them can't be married off and just has to live at home with us and play the piano back. I guess it's fine. <laughs> you, of course, you can hang out with Tony Schiavone if you if if that's what makes you happy. But of course, you know I believe in the institution of marriage. I can't I can't stop. Leah's running for off. <laughs> I I took this oath because of my interest in family values. <laughs> Cut it. Cut if there's it. one thing this podcast is about it's family values yeah we've always said we've always been been blowing that horn okay I just, well, sometimes like, i think like when we veer into like a little little pride and prejudice mm-hmm. little riff i just think oh like it's like on O&R when they talk about sports all of a sudden. And I'm like, wow, I can't follow this at all. Like all the men listening to this podcast are like, well, yeah. five minutes that weren't for me. But I know okay. I hope James and Rich know that we have that experience sometimes where we're just like, oh, suddenly I'm, I don't know what's happening. I love it because James will be like, listen, if you don't understand this, like wake up. It's just like North Carolina versus South Dakota 1997 NBA Finals. Yeah. What are you guys stupid? And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah, I'm stupid. Anyway, oh. another Bill Park. Let it last. Don't worry about it. Oh, it's let it last. 
thousand a year. Okay. Um. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under a hundred calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with five to ten grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get ten percent off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's ten percent off with code AH10. Hero.co. All right, let's move on to this. is kind of the hottest topic of the week, I think. Uh, our EVPs, Ma- Matthew and Nicholas Jackson, uh, wrestled some jobbers on Rampage, cheated for no reason, crushed them, then cut an in ring promo. They were allowed to speak in the ring for minutes at a time, like three plus, three <laughs> plus minutes in the ring. Um, and they congratulated Darby and Sting for their tag team title win <laughs> and uh, said that they are, they're not doing that way they are having some medical issues so get better soon (laughs) and uh they said that they uh will not politic their way into a match against the pair at revolution instead they will quote play by the rules climb up the rankings get ranked be number one contenders and get the belts i think they said our belts uh matt then ended the promo with a cheery we love you guys so much let's have a killer show his little (laughs) his little tony khan impression (laughs) Um, very, very funny. And then, uh, in order to climb the rankings, the Bucks then fought top flight on Dynamite, cheated again, won again, cut another in-ring promo, this time with poor hapless Tony Schiavone, whom they berated, uh, kind of batted between them like two little cats with a moth, uh, threatened with fines, shoved to the floor, and then they almost EVP triggered him, um, but not before declaring themselves after just one match the number one contenders and they had a graphic all ready to go they said we actually do we are the number one contenders now uh so before they could evp uh tony shivani darby came out to chase them off saved him uh we had some light but contentious promos uh what did you guys think of the of the bucks this week uh the new music very fun yes of course i missed super kick party already yeah but it is very fun the new graphics with the private jet that they apparently have access to all the time. Please. They're, they're cruising in that jet. We got a couple of segments. They're getting off the jet. They're getting into limos. They're getting out of limos. They're beating up men. You know, they're doing it all. <laughs> what they, wrestled, they wrestled both matches in the bloody suits. <laughs> extremely <laughs> gross. Extremely disturbing. Loved it. The blood has really oxidized. It is mm-hmm. rusty. Um, I'm loving but- it. On Dynamite, did you notice that Nick had a patch of fresh blood on his knee that he came out with? I think he added blood to it, but only in <laughs> one one part. So we can just like imagine that he like gave someone a bloody nose with his knee backstage, like yeah. right before they came out. In that. kayfabe, that feels right. But isn't it funny? Like I'm literally sitting here, like, did anyone wrestle before them who like bled in the match? Like, are people coming backstage and Nick's just like, <laughs> get over here, rub your face on my knee. I need that. I need that fresh blood. That's so true. I mean, Mox wrestled, but I don't think he bladed I don't for think once. He, I don't think anyone bled before the main event, unfortunately, but. When yeah, I noticed like, the bright red patch, I was like, oh, is one of Top Flight bleeding? And they were not. I'm pretty sure he came wow. out with it. <laughs> That's the good eyes, Leah. Well, only, only during <laughs> Bucks matches. <laughs> only during Bucks matches. Uh, yeah, I think the whole new presentation is uh, is great. Uh, the in-ring promos were so good. Like oh. the 
just the whole, you know, it's funny because it's sometimes it's just like, what do you want me to say? Gimmick working so good. So <laughs> like, good. They're being so funny. The like, I'm sorry, my brother's such a hothead. And then Matt being really passive aggressive. Like Tony Schiavone is such a good damsel in distress. It's crazy. And you know. I, I fucking loved the way that when they shoved Tony Schiavone down, the whole barricade who had been sitting there leapt yeah. to their feet in outrage. Yeah. Absolute outrage. The way the Bucks have the crowd like spellbound. Like they are controlling yeah. the crowd. It's oh my God. And Brittany I think Tony Schiavone is just like a foolproof way oh, to get foolproof. people upset. Yeah. And I love when Tony is making that little face like, I know this isn't going to yeah. end good, but it's my job. <laughs> so I had to come out here, but he's being so mean to me and he's in my face yelling at me. <laughs> he's like, he's going to find me a thousand dollars. I didn't do anything. <laughs> And when he was on the floor and they were sh- offering their hands to pull him up and he just kept, like, he just kept looking at them and he was like, I know you're going to do something, I know, I but know. I don't have any other options. Oh my God. It's so good. And then the thing is, so then so they had this, this match against top plate, which was great. It was so fun, but it also was really interesting because it's like, we hadn't seen them like really wrestle in a while because they crushed these jobbers. Um, and it was like, they're just so they just like did their characters in the ring in a way where it's like not everybody is doing this and the great thing about these characters is that they are pretty like ludicrous and they're cheaters they're kind of cowardly right yeah they're like hiding behind the evp status and everything about the the way they wrestled was so great in that respect yeah. where they're they are not afraid to look so fucking stupid like mm-hmm. they're not afraid to look cowardly they're not afraid to look like goofy and they're wrestling in these fucking suits i'm obsessed with them wrestling in the suits i understood it the first time but they have surely now sweat in those suits i know right? i was thinking those and suits they can't, have to smell well they nasty. can't wash it because they can't <laughs> no, they can only for the, the blood them. So they've got the sweat from Rampage in them. Now they've got the sweat from Dynamite in them. How long are they going to st- Like, they're going to take <laughs> off these suits and they're just going to stand up on their own power. <laughs> so disgusting. It's disgusting. I, I wonder yet, if you can so take good. garments to a dry cleaner and be like, I need these... I need these de-smelled, but I will need the blood to remain on that. Like, can you set it somehow permanently? <laughs> it was so refreshing also just to see, like, like a tag team wrestle another tag team. Wow. Didn't that feel like such yeah. a novelty to you guys? I was, was like, huge. wow, tag division's back. Look at yeah. these two it sets was, of brothers who belong together. so good. And I know that I'm, like, kind of biased because I'm just like, I love the Bucks and I think they're so good. But, like, Top Flight, like they just seemed so confident and good yeah. with the, like where I was just like, Oh, you guys are like killing it tonight. Then they've been good in the stuff against private party. But when it's too like two young teams, like you, sometimes there are those moments where it's like, and nobody out here is really in charge. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, it really, it was just like, Oh, you guys are thriving because <laughs> your loving mentors are here. taking care of you. <laughs> and, and there was a point where like, one of the one of top flight was doing something to matt and matt just looked so like he was like putting it he was like hamily being like oh my god this is you're really beating me up but like the vibe was a little bit like a lioness being like oh you bit my ear and it hurts so bad you're so strong matt did do that great bit in this match too where it's like in the middle of the match he was leaning against the ropes like hamming at the camera being like these guys are good this is hard like the whole 
like back and forth between like I'm a I'm a great EVP and I want our company to succeed and of course these are amazing wrestlers and then like I'm a coward and a cheater and I'm like burying everyone at the same time and I'm the only one who should be successful it's just like so fucking yeah. good and I know Girl. like that tweet got passed around everywhere but that that guy that fucking idiot who was like finally everyone's seeing the, the, this is what the bucks are like the masks are off <laughs> it's like, you know it's like wrestling girl, fans they put are... an even bigger mask on <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it is like are wrestling fans the stupidest people on earth like larry david's right no one knows it's fake My it's God. like you're looking it's a literal caricature it's a 2d <laughs> caricature and people are like there you go as I've always I've said. I've always said, this I've is what they like. <laughs> like, they literally beat up Sting and Darby, and then they're like, we hear you guys aren't feeling great. Like, get better soon. And it's like, yeah, these are, that's their, that's a real that's human. That's who they right are. Like, Playing yeah. play to the cheap suits. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you guys think about Darby's? So Darby came, Darby came out to rescue Tony Schiavone. He had Sting's bat, which he waved the bucks off with. He was wearing a new kind of tough boy outfit, I, that mm. I was almost, I was intrigued, but a little alarmed. Like, I was like, did someone tell you you can't wear shorts anymore? You can. You can wear them mm. as long as you want. You never have to stop. <laughs> You're my little boy. But he was wearing a, t- a tough boy outfit. And then he gave this little promo. Um, what do you guys think? I often think that Darby, like, <laughs> I, like, he clearly has thought through a point that he wants to get across. And he's very excited to get it across. And I'm often like, well, that's not really the tact I would have taken but you're doing okay. That's how I felt about this, where I was like, okay, so you clearly you want to you want to buy into like we're making all of the joke, all of the terrible crit about the young bucks. We're making jokes of it, and that's what he did, and it was fine. Like I think, like the bucks reacted to it perfectly, and like it, it got pops at times. So I'm like, I don't think that it did anything for you. Like I don't think they like Darby also has to worry about himself, and like that's not mm-hmm. what I would have done for Darby, but it was it was fine. Like, I don't know. It didn't bother me. Yeah. I like enjoyed it in the moment. Cause there were certain parts of it that I thought were very funny. Like he burned Brandon Cutler s- being oh, in the yeah. first episode of dynamite, which is funny. Cause sometimes people are, including me are like very nostalgic for early dynamite. Even though when you watch those 2019 episodes, you're like, huh? Yeah. Brandon Cutler <laughs> is out here for sure. Brandy, um, Brandy Cutler tweeting later and being yeah. like, sources are saying it's never a good look to punch down. <laughs> yeah. It's very funny. <laughs> So I thought that was funny. And then like Cody also like referenced Cody, which got like yeah. a Cody chant going. And there was a moment where I was like, what if Cody knocked out here right now? And the idea was like so funny to me. Like if Cody had to come crawling back because of all the stuff going on. So then I was just like in a great mood about that. And it's like, yeah, in retrospect, it wasn't like a great promo. I think he did a bunch of things that were like, that's probably not a good idea. Like you said, for his character as much as anything. Cause also being like, you guys didn't see anything in me. I had to wait to be on a- in AEW when he was on like the second episode or whatever. Yeah, it's like, like you had to wait a week. We were there. That's not easy. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't like waiting a week for almost anything. Yeah, yeah. so hard. I mean, yeah. we're on record for loving the um, Four Pillars feud, but that like that yeah. one week where the four of them argued over who Tony liked better <laughs> was the weakest version. Yeah, this for is sure. kind of a version of that where I'm like, yeah. Darby, like you've mostly been booked pretty good. Like there was a period yeah. where like you also got. I think you got punked in like in your booking as well, but like mostly you've had it pretty okay. So I think mm-hmm. you're, I think it's you're fine. Fu- it's funny because yeah. I do think a better tack would just be to be like, guess what? No one is so 
important that they don't have to respect other people. Like yeah. if he, he just came out and was yeah. like a little like Mr. Rogers being like, it's yeah, that, and, this is such shitty behavior. You're being bullies. You're being mean bullies. Yeah, and maybe and you mean, are really talented, but that doesn't give you a right to step on people. Right. And he could even bring back like the early days and be like, you guys wanted to change the world. And I thought you guys were legends. I was like, you guys are going to be, you know, icons the way sting is. And I was so proud to be coworkers with you, but you're not acting the way like (laughs) legends. I mean like a little better than what I'm saying. Like like, there's a way that you could be like, and you could bring it back and be like, stings taught me a lot about what it means to be Mm -hmm. like a big name in the wrestling industry. And Mm -hmm. this isn't it. And it's like, that would have been pretty cool, but like, yeah, yeah. Look, but you know what I thought I had? This is all true. And it's like, as always, let us backstage because we could, we're cooking this up on the spot. This isn't even in the notes, guys. <laughs> so it's like, we could, we could give you these notes anytime and we'd love to. And it's fun for us and easy. But, um, what was I going to say? I'm just like so distracted. I'm like, and again, give us a job because we just, or it's like, we don't have to get paid. We just love to give you some ideas. Um, oh, I, but I was thinking about this and I was like, yeah, this is not the angle to take, but it was like fine. And it was fine. What did he say? That was so funny. The, the marble mouth thing he said, where oh, he was like, he said mission statement, but he like, he sounded like me when I have my night garden. It was like a weird verbiage that he used after that. Um, he just doesn't, you know, he's, he's not, he really shouldn't speak uh, just cause he's not a promo guy. It's his mystique is, you know, when he doesn't speak, yeah. it's better. But I was thinking about it and I was like, well, why would he do this? And then I was just like, this man is about to climb Everest. it's like what do you what do you want i don't know you let him go out there like he decided to climb he's a wrestler he has all the money and the he can do anything he wants in the world and he's just gonna climb everest in 2024 like whatever just move on there's there's not a brain in that tiny little head like he's doing his best you know it was vaguely coherent (laughs) he does such beautiful wrestling i'm obsessed with watching it i'm obsessed with when he's just glaring at someone and once in a lifetime he has a feud with ethan page where everything he says is oh right and that's all that's what we can say that's what we can wow. say okay it's so true every time i'm reminded of that feud i'm just like Ooh. boy just the perfect art of that darby allen either page we didn't feel like know pure at shit the time just want her back yeah <laughs> it was yeah. fairly early on and i don't th- i don't think we realized like it's mm-hmm. never gonna be as good as we have it right now <laughs> That's right. No, no. Oh my God. If we could go know back in time. Got right. Darby's done a lot of things that we've enjoyed since then, but never anything as that, and that we enjoyed he... as much as we want, enjoyed that sit down with Jim Ross. And same oh with God. Ethan Page. You know, they've just never gotten to that it's level true. again. And I love both and of them. And because that whole feud was about like you chose normalcy but i chose being a freak and like i'm proud of my (laughs) that kind of thing they both were leaning into that where it's like ethan page really was like that's my jock bully and he beat me (laughs) up and then we kissed in a car and then he called me a you know and um darby was doing that that press on nail bit where he kept gouging ethan's eyes out with his long nail it was just like everything they did was like y'all are cooking (laughs) <laughs> and they never cook since it's all cold food I, no, but, but i mean i like their food but you know it's cold it's sushi it's still good but it's not hot you know what we gotta move on we gotta keep going uh is there anything you wanted to say about uh the bucks and uh darby etc that we didn't say uh the fact that 
Matt's hair fought its way free. Oh my god! And he had a little moment <laughs> where he tossed it over his shoulder. That was for me. That was for mm. me. Yeah, yeah. It was it was beautiful to because he has that severe low pony. But when he wrestles, the hair says "Let me out." And I liked at the end when they were when Darby was promoing and they were on the ramp. Matt had his hair tie in his um in his hand and he had been like periodically putting the hair back again clearly because he understands he's like it's my it is my beauty i cannot let my beauty out for this character he is being selfless right us okay he's putting it away he's for the art he's putting it away and but he was holding it and i was like he's gonna put the hair back up but he did it and i was like you can have your one moment of weakness where you said (laughs) i still have it I want I I want you to know that I could still pull this out at any moment. This is just at any moment. Just to remind at you guys, any moment. it's here. I, I, I'm tucking I it away, could, but it's here. In an instant, I could go girl mode, and <laughs> you would be knocked out. But you know what? As we've said before, the IWC doesn't deserve girl mode. So now you get boy mode, yeah. and he's great at that too. And you know what? It's I mean, listen, I'm so happy that they're they're getting acclaim, they're getting you know universal praise. Am I a little disgusted that it had yeah. to be when Matt was in boy mode? Sure, yeah, yeah. I've, it's something I've noted. I've something yes. I've noted. I certainly thought about it. Oh, you yes. like him now because he's he's doing masculinity. Yeah, okay. <laughs> And now that he's Grace performing masculinity, you like him again. Oh, sure. now you say like, oh, the Bucks are the best in the oh, biz. The no one's talking about it enough. Yeah. You know what? They were the best in the biz when he was in girl mode too. But I got to see him in girl mode every week. <laughs> the way you were like, and now he's in boy mode. And he's great at that too. Like just with this pained, like, of course, of course it's not what any of us wanted. <laughs> It's like, it's like I'm from a UNC family and my child is going to Duke. Am I proud of him? No. Of course, it's a good school objectively, I guess. Now everyone's praising him now that he's a Duke. Sure, I'm not noticed. It's, yeah, not, it's, it's not where I would have liked to see him succeed, but of course I want I want him to succeed, and I want other people to see his success at UNC. <laughs> <laughs> and that's now, a little uh, a little sports metaphor little sports. for our, our male that's, listeners. That's for James. That's for James. That's for James. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, we got to move on. Uh, the Undisputed Kingdom. The Undisputed Kingdom. <laughs> we uh, we saw your comments about how we can't stop saying the United Kingdom. We A few people pointed it out. And what, I, what I'd say to you, love you so much, uh, it is not as easy as it seems to talk this much. We, none of us knew that we'd said it. And probably, if I had to guess two minutes from now, we will say it again. We will be saying... <laughs> The United Kingdom. The United. But get used to it. It's a stupid faction name. It's not on us. Everyone's saying yeah. the UK all over the place. What are we supposed to think? <laughs> okay. Undisputedly, the United Kingdom beat chaos on Rampage this past week. Uh, I think someone pinned Rocky, but I don't know who. And then uh, OC fought Ishii on collision and won, but was... Oh, right. I forgot. This is the part where I was reading the AEW recap and if you guys haven't checked these out you've got to check them out uh so because funny. i always said this but not for a long time in the aw recap whoever is doing them and it's not matt jackson yet uh 
they will have these paragraphs where every single sentence has an exclamation point. Let me try to read it. The Undisputed Kingdom surrounded the ring after the match. Came to Bennett spiked Orange with a stuffed pile driver. Ishii sprinted back to the ring. The Undisputed Kingdom retreated. Trained with a steel chairs reinforcement. <laughs> it is like you just get the impression that Tony Khan has drunk like five Red Bulls and he just writes these recaps himself. Mile a minute. And he's just like, if God, you, we're all having fun. If you told me that Tony had his five Red Bulls and writes these while watching on the monitor in live time, I would believe you. I'd be like, yeah. that mm-hmm. checks out. Yeah. That is, it should be impossible, but I believe that he does it. <laughs> and I also believe it because sometimes I realized this week they, they'll, um, they give you a lot of quotes, which is why they're good to read. They give you a lot of the promo quotes, but they censor them. They yeah. take mm-hmm. out, they take yeah. out the bad words. Yeah. The bad words and the dirty parts, they'll just be like, and then the and promo the ended, parts. actually. Like, there was You're nothing like, about it. beads in there at all. Yeah. No. No tits. Nothing. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, what did you guys think about the Ishii match? It was it was good. I mean, I think Ishii had fun. It seemed like his vibe was like, he was just like, this is, this is a goof. Yeah. I like yeah. when serious guys, like, clearly want to have a match with OC, and then they want to, yeah. they want to participate in some goofs. It's good stuff. Yeah. I know, and he always has, like, one centerpiece special joke for them, like his one where he just, like, fell over flat on the mat. (laughs) And I just thought, that killed. (laughs) I know that. And I know that killed when you suggested it, too. You're like, I got a special little thing I'm going to do in there. It's going to be funny. (laughs) Don't worry about it. (laughs) Just a funny guy. But, yeah, Ishii Fridge. Um, Mm -hmm. But he was so – so. oh, so did I explain it? Oh, yeah, they got beaten up. Oh, I read it in my Tony Khan voice, right? Okay. Uh, (laughs) So then this week, Tony Khan announced uh, that OC and Matt Taven would have a Texas death match on Dynamite. And he, he, he announced it on Twitter. And I do think, uh, like, I was like, I wonder why you would do that. But uh, okay. But it was the main event. And it fucked. It was so, it was so fucking yeah, fun. It was so, so fun. good. It was crazy because OC's not like a deathmatch guy, but like this match went so hard and they did so many like just funny and creative things. And Matt Taven looked great. I was like, do I love Matt Taven? Actually, I don't, I don't understand why this happened because Matt Taven came out of it looking so cool that I was like, yeah. should OC fight Matt Taven at Revolution? Yeah. Which right. is kind of not what they like. They should be doing this to Roddy. Like, yeah, Rod, and I, I, was like, yeah, I was like, why didn't Roddy have a death match with Greg and come out right. of it looking super cool? That would have done more to build for Revolution because we already know that OC can go, but mm-hmm. Roddy still mostly looks like a dweeb because he's still mm-hmm. like the, doing the yelling thing. Yeah. The last we saw of Roddy, I think, in this match, because it, everything went, went kind of haywire. We'll get into some of the stuff we liked, but everything got kind of haywire at the end because people were running out. It was our our clown car where it's like Greg's coming out and another man, whatever. Roddy came out and he's screedling around the ring and then he got shooed off like a cockroach. Like, you're right. It's like Roddy <laughs> didn't come out of this looking cool. No. Matt Taven, who's wearing big old white Mickey Mouse gloves all the time, <laughs> mm-hmm. came out of it looking cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. It it's like, look how tall he is. Look how powerful he is. He's doing fun wrestling moves. Like when 
he, there was the table set up and he was trying to get OC to fall into it, but OC kept saving himself. And then he ran to do a spear and OC stepped to the side and he went through the table. I was like, Speared that was a table. cool little sequence. Yeah. Was awesome. And as a, I, I also developed fondness for him, deeper fondness for him as a performer when it's like they had the whole thing where it's like he did get OC on the table, but the table didn't really crack. And they did a little improv to be like, well, we got to crack the table. We got to fully <laughs> crack the table. So he set it up and he did, you know, it, I was just like, wow, this is really, these are good performer instincts. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah. I think Matt Taven should take the revolution match. <laughs> he, yeah. he should incite a revolution against Roddy. Woo. Woo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then they did this big, this bit where OC got a box of chocolates out of the ring that were given to him by a little Chuck Taylor and inside were a bunch of thumbtacks. And then Greg came down the ramp later with uh, a box of flowers that had a, like pipe in it. I just feel like the best friends are so good at doing something like I haven't seen before. That's like funny and thematic. And I had a great time. I was, they're really, they're really they really great at holiday best, matches. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they won best prop work. I would say. Oh, they for did sure. Win best prop work. Oh, yeah. can we, can we just say belatedly, of course, Matt Jackson did win the mommy's little ham award this oh, yeah. week. Oh, sure. I just want to say it yeah. in boy mode. None, no less. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's playing on it's, hard mode. It's a handicap for sure. <laughs> <It is> a <laughs> handicap. <laughs> In disgusting boy mode. (laughs) And of course, he's good at that, too. Um, (laughs) But yeah, they definitely won best prop work. Well, we were all in a mood because earlier in the night, this Mm. show, we loved this episode of Dynamite, except for the first two. I think it was the first two matches, which were mock stats, yeah. which we'll talk about, and uh, Wardlow's squash match. <laughs> and the second Wardlow came so out, it, we're in the group chat screaming like, oh, Wardlow can fight? Then where the hell is Dustin? <laughs> Dustin, so Wardlow's <laughs> fighting, but Dustin's still gone? <laughs> Why did that happen? Why did, like, I thought it was because Wardlow hurt his knee. Yeah. Why did that happen? Dustin right. somewhere just like in 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 mild little tones, just being like, my my ankle still hurt actually. So, do you think that like <laughs> every time they have any kind of wrestling like a booking thing, Dustin's like, oh, you can you can beat me up and write me off for a couple months, and Tony's like, oh no, I just meant like I'm gonna have to like change the order of the match, and like Dustin's like, don't worry about it. If you need to write you me off to. the show, you please, have to do it, it would be my pleasure to take that beating. And Dustin could have. With his little hurt ankle, he could still limp in there with a box of chocolates for OC. He didn't have to be completely hidden from my view, you know? He said, I actually do have to be completely hidden. I don't want to be seen by my girls. (laughs) I don't like to see my girls. Freaking Adam Cole in a wheelchair every (laughs) week, but Dustin can't come out here. Dustin, they don't have any more wheelchairs back there. (laughs) They can't put you in a wheelchair. I'm in like full child, like it's not fair mode. It's like Wardlow, Adam Cole, but Dustin isn't here. But then we were happy when he when when OC brought his little box of chocolates out and you saw that it said Happy Valentine's Day Chuck E T X O X O. I did my mood did lift so <laughs> alarmingly. I was just like, that's his best friend. Yeah, X O X O hugs and kisses from Dustin. <laughs> that's so nice that he got him a present. Oh, and it's thumbtacks. That's something special they share together. <laughs> happy Valentine's. And Orange Cassidy had the funniest look on his face where he pulled. Off and he was staring down the camera and he was like, Look yeah. at this. Do you want to see what's in it? I'll show you what's in it. And then he slowly pulled it up and he was like, Thumbtacks, bitch. That's- Did you think it was funny too where he like took the the like 
lid off it. But then, you know how chocolates have like the secondary thing inside? They had put that on top of the thumbtack still, <laughs> so he had to like pull off the little. I loved it. That was theatrical. They said, we mm-hmm. want it to not be clear for a moment what's going on in there. I did think Osi had a little expression like, it's so nice to get a gift from someone who knows you. <laughs> Beautiful work. Happy, happy. Um, and I guess Roddy, I guess OC's still going to invite Roddy, who can never be sure. Oh, I will read. Listen, it could be good. It could be not. So Greg did like jump in front of a punch or something. He took a punch. He jumped in to protect OC. And Excalibur said, Trent took the bullet for Orange. <laughs> they shouldn't be calling him Orange. And then Excalibur said, Orange is lucky to have a friend like Trent. <laughs> Someone said, Taz said, yes, he is. Trent took the bullet for Orange. What a Texas death match. <laughs> I was just like, please stop talking about it like that. Because when you tell me that friends are actually are really good, then that's when I know that friendship is about to be. <laughs> when you draw attention to it. You can please look at the gun that's hanging on this wall. <laughs> Greg is only allowed to go rogue with Rocky if uh, Okada comes and joins Chuck mm. and Orange. That's good stuff. <laughs> and the, I don't make the rules. <laughs> yeah, Rocky, does, unfortunately. Rocky does go here now, right? It happened after Rocky, our episode recording last time. So. It kind of felt like like the the internet had heard us and been like, well, we yeah. gotta let him know, actually. He does go here. These girls keep saying I don't go here. It's so rude. Yeah, we're rude. <laughs> I do like Rocky, but as I've said, I will never call him dad. The thing mm-hmm. is that we'll take our frustrations out on anyone. No one is safe. <laughs> maybe it's Greg. Maybe it's Rocky. Maybe it's Tony Khan. You'll never know. I mean, you can see with us, it's like Brian Cage can do stuff and get in our good books. And Greg, you could get in our bad books at any time. Just keep that in mind. You're basically in them now. No, you're, you're not, Greg. I love you. You said you had that funny tweet about books. But um, yeah. Oh, and he reads Stephen King. And I love yeah. Stephen King. It's Greg nice. has been it's so fun. funny on Twitter lately. So he's funny. Because he's buttering you. us up because he knows he's about to make us mad. So. but you're right he has been fun you know what leah you're right i should give him credit he has been funny thank you for pointing that out all right uh shall we briefly check in on the old bcc (laughs) okay i made this up because i refuse to read anything about it so as far as i can tell and we did watch a lot of this mox and claudio fought two cmll luchadors uh, Esfinge and Star Jr., I think, on collision. And afterwards, FTR came out and into the ring, and they were mad, question mark. Absolutely no idea. I don't... If if someone can tell us where this well, started... Mox, Mox did... He had the mic, and he, like, did the thing where he was like, and, you know, I'll fight anybody. I'll, you know, I'm big and strong and powerful, and I, I'll, I don't care. I'll kill anybody. And then it was like... Uh, all of a sudden the music hit and I think it was supposed to be just like, Oh, you think you're, you can fight anybody fight me. And it was like, Oh, fuck off. I I wish that the listeners could see me IRL doing Brazilian math meme face where it's just like not enough insufficient. They came out in that mood because Mox was like, I'm happy to fight anyone. Whatever. 
it felt very like FTR are just so creatively lazy and bankrupt. It's like they have no idea. So all they do is just like a run out to beat people up for no reason, which is like come up with something like Eddie and Brian Danielson are doing this like funny, like snubbing passive aggressive thing. And that's like delightful. Yeah. That's new. That's interesting. Like FTR at least make up a thing where like Mox accidentally like, well, you they know, can't, they just can't because I think that, that fundamentally, their concept of narrative like is completely reactive. Like they yeah. will never be the people to do something interesting that others react to. They're always just like, I don't know, they're NPCs. They have, <laughs> they have literally no ideas. Like everything they do is just like stuff from like 80s wrestling. And it's like, you know, whenever Orange Cassidy gives an interview and talks about wanting to be somebody different and not just the new whoever, it's just like, yeah, FTR, like come up with one idea, one new idea. Yeah. This you is the, the roast, the roast segment of the podcast in case you guys haven't <laughs> caught on. Um, Okay, so whatever. But the, okay, so that's good information, Leah. So they came out uh, because for the reason of Mox said, I want to fight. And they were really mad already. They're so mad. So then Mox fought Dax on Dynamite, opened the show. I don't know, fucking know why, because it was Mox, but that's why Dax wants to fight him. He's like, Mox gets yeah. to open Dynamite, and I want to open Dynamite. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> it was, I was shocked this was only 18 minutes. I definitely would have said 25. Uh, it's. Like- 300 yeah (laughs) forever uh and mox kissed dax disgusting i I need to be so clear y'all should kiss each other when wrestling if we'd like you but if we don't like you you should never get kissed or kissed no No kissing for fdr or ricky (laughs) absolutely not it's off the table no kiss that's disgusting i know some of you will be disappointed to hear it but if we don't like you no kiss That's our special interest, and you don't get to enter that space. Yeah, you don't you get to play in that space. Kissing for us—it's not right. No. You make us say "gross" when we see a kiss. That's not what we like. No, I'm yeah. homophobic, but only for Dax. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Mox, what are you doing? Like, you'll just kiss anyone. That's not what you said, Anne. Why don't you tell the viewers what you you actually said? said. Yeah, I said, okay, slut. Come on. (laughs) Not to be honest on our podcast. Where can we be honest? Anywhere else, to be quite frank with you. (laughs) And to be calling a wrestler a slut derogatory? It's not right. It's not what I ever thought would happen. No. We're playing taps, okay? We're really upset. It's sad. Mm -hmm. It's really sad. But anyway, um, so then, oh, fight, kiss. Mox choked Dak. Choked Dax (laughs) out, so he lost. And then Claudio came out, and he and Mox kept, like, wailing on Dax because he sucks. So then Cash came out. And the crowd was going crazy (laughs) for it. The crowd was like kill him well that's what was so funny like is it because cash came out and then they're both getting killed and the crowd had been chanting for both men throughout the match but then in that uh, yeah obviously gross but then in the <laughs> aftermath they're fully just like yes mox choke <laughs> <Choke> him out <laughs> kill yeah. him it was like yeah that's right these guys yeah. suck ftr fucking heels i'm sorry mm-hmm. it's face, it, honestly it's choking dax out is face behavior yeah, it's like pie yes. facing Sammy. It's like, yeah, I mean, technically bad behavior, but you want me to <laughs> I not get be it. on their side, you know? I uh, <laughs> okay. get it. The thing is, like, sometimes I think about this where I'm like, if FTR would just be heels, I am never going to like them, but I would be able to deal with them. But just the fact yeah. that they're like, 
no, we must be good guys. And we are good guys. It's like, you aren't. You're not. <laughs> you never show me good guy behavior on my screen. You know? So yeah. that's what's going on. And they get, on. you know, a humorless heel that can't come up with anything original. Like, there is a space for it. There is a space for it, sure, certainly. Can't argue with that, Ian. Um, anyway, so Dax is, he's escaped Collision Island. Cause what are we going to see next week? We've got to see a fucking Dax, Dax wrestle someone else. More of them. Oh, two God. on two now. Two. Oh, they were multiplying. It's two <laughs> men on two. If yeah, I had to like, guess. They skip. <laughs> Collision doesn't air for one week and all of a sudden they let Dax out of the cage. Like, what are we it's doing here? Right. We're supposed to have Put a week off in. from Dax. <laughs> when back, there's no like, collision, we get a little vacation. I don't like to see him on a weeknight. I don't like when I see him. <laughs> no, weeknights FTR, are for me. Yeah. FDR are going to fight Claudio and Mox on Dynamite. Now, I do Ugh. think that what's happening here, so BCC has been feuding with the uh, CMLL luchadors, and they are going to... Arena Mexico, I want to say. Could be made up, but um, Ann will put in a note if it is. And um, so they're doing that whole thing. But I think the luchadors aren't going to be at the pay-per-view. So I I think this is setting up a pay-per-view thing because I think Dax want to be on pay-per-view. Oh, God. That's my theory. I don't want to see Dax in pay-per-view. Girl, trust me, I don't either. This is like the first pay-per-view that I've been excited for since, like, On on paper, this pay-per-view yeah it's yeah. crazy the build is they're killing it with the build and it's like i literally have job. not been excited there have been many good pay-per-views but i haven't been excited for one ahead of time since before hangman lost the belt which is yeah. a really long time ago and the last you know, one um, sucked so bad that i genuinely yeah. was like i gotta stop i gotta stop I watching pay-per-views but yeah i'm excited about this yeah. i'm Tony, so excited and when you wait when you don't do a pay-per-view every month and you give it a little time and we we get some stuff together that's that's good. It, it makes well, a good the, show. The, we uh, really had a hard reboot at the first of the year because things AEW been, has been yeah it's been doing great. I've been enjoying it. It's been great. You, you know what? A couple it might have been a couple months ago when we kept being like, just develop things normal. Do it. Develop a little every week, and then over mm-hmm. time you develop a lot. This cycle has really been like, yeah, yeah. you're super doing that. You develop mm-hmm. a little yeah. every week, and then they yep. also have set it up really nicely where it's like every week or couple weeks, one more match has gotten solidified. Yeah. So mm-hmm. even if you have an idea, yeah. you think that's where it's going. Like they are spreading them out instead of. I feel like. It, especially over the past you know six to eight months there are a number of times when it's just like tony are there any matches and then he would just like dump them all at once this is it's really nicely paced yeah it's like every week they announce a new match that i'm really stoked for and that they've built up well that i'm like invested in the storyline it's crazy yeah Yeah. i'm liking it tony (laughs) i give you the credit i'm even i'm even loving it (laughs) <laughs> Leah likes it. Well, I actually love it, Tony. Okay, well, <laughs> suck up. My nephew had an argument with his dad where he over who loved his baby brother more, like him or their dad. And my brother was like, "Well, I think I think we both really love Henry." And Grant was like, "No, you you love him, but I really love him." <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of Cute. the mental age that we're at sometimes, for sure. Mm, so true. Um, all righty. Do you have anything you want to say about Eddie's uh, stint for Danielson at Revolution, which is that if Eddie wins, Danielson has to shake his hand and pretend he respects him. 
It's so funny. <laughs> I kind of love it because it's like it really is kind of what their feud has been about. But it's also when you get down to it, so like pathetic. It's like you have to shake my hand and you have to respect me. <laughs> it's like, it's well. something that I would like if I like was in a really bad place with someone, it's like, I'm having a long angry shower and I'm just like fantasizing about it. I'm like, and then they have yeah. to shake my hand and they have to say that I was right. And that I've never done anything wrong in my life. <laughs> and then the whole bus cheered. <laughs> the whole exactly. bus cheered. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, Deanna and Tony, uh, both wrestled on collision this week versus, uh, Kira Hogan and Queen Aminata. Uh, and both won. Tony lay down in the ring after her victory, and she cut a little promo about how she'd be releasing a film on Dynamite. Said film was so crazy. It was great. It was crazy. <laughs> it featured Tony getting her matching friendship ankle tattoo covered up or like modified. Because I think it's, is that what happened? It kind of like, she got something done that it's, is on either end. Was it a knife? It's a, it's a dagger going through the, the yes, duck. Yeah. That's what the, yeah. And that's what the text means. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, I copied it in here. Well, okay. Amazing. Well, you know what? I don't know what I'm doing that much. Um, it's great. I, I really was so delighted by this on I mean she said a lot of insane things in this promo and I the the AEW recap refused to record them (laughs) (laughs) so I can't quote them off the top of my head I feel like Um, every week she is getting more and more like confidently insane like now she's just saying these like dirty and insane things but like with such energy and just like oh she's she's really leaning in and how did she how did she say dynamite? She did she say dynamite? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Siobhan. Siobhan. Uh, she said something about, like, she said Diana had, like, suckled at the tit of her brilliance <laughs> or something. Yeah. She had, it, like, her bosom of brilliance, I uh, think. Bosom and then it of was brilliance. Teat of something else. Yes, I think. you're so right. Uh, Tal- talent, maybe. Teat of talent. Oh, my God. Tony. <laughs> and of course, she enunciates like a lunatic. So it's like yes. the teat of talent. <laughs> <laughs> and who? So and Tony is married to Juice Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. I feel Every like this I gimmick has made it, sense of that to me. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm like, oh, you are both crazy. That's amazing. I fucking love that for you. Yeah, you two. I love you, that. You two are a bit marriage. Like, you're doing a yeah. lot of bits at home. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could hear them all. I know, I know. you're so funny. Before she started doing this, it was so like, she just doesn't seem, like, she seems very bland to be married to him. That's weird. But now it's like, oh, I see. Yeah. In retrospect, yeah. I think she had to be, like she had to do what she did. Like I just think, like if she had done this walking into AEW, I don't think it would have hit in the same way. I think she had no. to have like appeared normal to us. But at the same time, it's like I never could have seen this coming in a million fucking years. No, <laughs> no certainly not. It's incredible. No. Um, so she did this whole art film that just the faces she was making it was amazing and uh then afterwards renee interviewed diana about it backstage and diana said renee tony storm talks too much so i'm gonna keep this short and sweet i'm gonna break your arm bitch (laughs) 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 diana's great coming in like this like it's just maybe the best any woman has done right out of the gate but it's like obviously it's set up for success by having this relationship with tony storm but it's been incredible no, it's it's real. I mean, it's they they've just handled it really really well. Like they've been handling a lot of things really really well. I mean, yeah, it's just really. It's, you, 
whether if even if you don't well no i'm like no people would disagree with me but i would say <laughs> whether you like everything that's happening or not it's all being handled pretty competently and yeah. that yeah. is delightful yeah after yeah. a pretty chaotic year yeah right yeah you feel, feel like, like there's a hand on the rudder yeah and it's like if i'm enjoying like more than 50 percent of the show i'm pretty happy you know and oh it's God, like they've really raised their percent that i'm enjoying which yeah. has been really we nice we had a blast this week i mean we were not happy when well we were a little happy when we started with dax mox because some of us had some chores to finish so it's <laughs> nice to have the first 15 minutes that yeah. you can use to finish putting your laundry away um and then we weren't happy with wardlow and then immediately everything else we were just like yeah i'm having a fucking blast i'm having a great time mm-hmm. yeah I just feel very like I I was coasting through a lot of the last year and trying to find my happiness in things mm-hmm. and trying to like oh my God. make the you best were... of it. And now to be in this place where I'm like, I'm just given treats. Like I'm just handed a platter full of delightful treats. And it's yeah. it's nice. It's nice to be like, oh, I'm looking I'm looking forward to Wednesday. You know, like when's the last time we said <laughs> right. that? I know we were Ooh. we were talking about it just the other day, not in this context, but your girls were going through the motions. <laughs> got no. Buffy. Not got thriving. once more with feeling dot MP3. Okay. If, if we hadn't had this podcast, I uh, might have drifted off. We were in danger. But look at us yeah. now, thriving. Look at us now, thriving. In February. Thriving. In February, thriving. no less. Yeah. Uh, and do you want to just really, really quickly check in on Willow, Staten, Stokely? Or yeah. do you want to kick it to next week? Yeah. To have multiple women's storylines that I'm yeah, enjoying. So fun. It's crazy. So nice. Yeah. Uh, so also in the women's division, we had Staten Willow uh, fighting the outcasts on Rampage. And there was this plot element. I think we all, did anyone see where the note came from? Where was I the note? I didn't see it. I, in all the recaps, it said she found it in her gear as she was coming into, as she was entering. But I don't think like we saw that. We didn't know. notice I hope it. we're going to get a little soap opera backstage segment about it. I know. Yeah. Go ahead, Anne. Oh, I was just going to say, we didn't see it because we're bad at watching with our eyes. <laughs> yeah. We did, unfortunately, have to have to grapple with that a little this week. It's sometimes we can't keep our eyes on the, on the TV. Um, but, oh, so she got this note mid-match that made her abruptly turn on Harley Cameron and Soraya and walk out in the middle of the match. And then, did you see, did you watch yeah, the, like, soulmate thing? And I, I only watched part of it, but I saw the Jeff on- Parker part. Oh, on the right. AEW Instagram is where it was. It was a little real where they ask everybody if they believed in soulmates. And Jeff Parker was like, well, I do actually just kind of a little personal thing. Anyway, he was like, so, I guess like things have changed. A couple things have been going on in my life that have changed my perspective on this or something like that, where you mm-hmm. were just like, OK, it's a little storyline thing or I don't know. Yeah. You're dating for real. I don't know what you two are up to, but uh <laughs> You're playing in this space. So I don't know if, I guess he's living in California with his girlfriend, Ruby Soho now, and he's not paying child support. And he didn't even tell his husband he was leaving. He just packed a duffel bag and took the car. Yeah. He said, oh, I found my soulmate. This is oh, my I soulmate now. I found my soulmate. So I guess I don't care that we adopted this child and he's come to depend on me. Because <laughs> I don't care anymore. I guess I no, they're child's experimenting with FTR. It's- pretty dark (laughs) oh my god my child is fine no your child is experimenting with ftr get real (laughs) this match i mean this whole segment was kind of crazy because i think it was only like 
it was not that long, but like so quick. much happened. Like yeah. Stokely is chill with Willow now. He's unwillingly mm-hmm. been Stockholms into liking Willow. The yeah. Ru- Ruby Seho- Soho and Soraya stuff happened. And then Sky Blue and Julia Hart came out. And I was like, oh, like we have a lot of stuff that is kind of like cascading. That's cool. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it made me wonder if uh, if like Willow's gonna go for the TBS belt or something with Girl, Julia Hart, I which so. I that would if Willow got the TBS belt, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, and we did have we had a Willow Sky Blue match on Dynamite with uh, Stokely on commentary, which again was building on you know it's like he he has accepted Willow it for now he's accepted Willow in his heart and he distracted the referee to keep her from losing and then he got in the ring and he gave her a little fist bump and they celebrated together. Yeah. I said, this is families can, you can build a family. You can build a family. <laughs> you can, you can not just destroy families by leaving for California. <laughs> Sometimes we yeah. get to watch families get created. <laughs> on, on the weekly television program we watch, sometimes destruction, but sometimes birth. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where drama is. That's you know? where drama is. <laughs> TNT drama. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's nice. As we've said, it's nice to have the women cooking different stuff. These are all like super different storylines. We really like the, we like the characters. You know, what, what do you want to say? We're having a good time. I'm yeah. happy that we're having a good time. I'm I happy. like us. It's, it's nice to have a good time. It's nice yeah. to have a good time. And you know what? what we can make a good time out of anything, but it's nice mm, not to yeah. have to work that hard. <laughs> I got yeah, to be like, I hope I'm not too negative on the pod today. <laughs> we're showing up in a great mood. We're goofing. We're laughing. It's going to be a absolutely dank, nasty pay-per-view. I know. Yeah. I know. It's I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So Imagine what else that. can you say? Imagine, Imagine that. that. What uh, I'm thinking, I... oh, God, there's four hours of wrestling. Like, to not be thinking that ahead of the pay-per-view. Oh, my nice. God. I'm, ba- I'm, you know what mode I'm going to be back in? Super Bowl snack mode. <laughs> mm, hell yeah! I, lo- I got a get? long pause on that one. Where <laughs> <laughs> were like, I don't know what that's in. Oh, did you say what am I going to get? I haven't decided yet. I haven't started thinking about mm, it. Maybe, mm. maybe a little seven layer dip. Maybe some kind of bake situation. Maybe a buffalo chicken dip. Could mm. be something like that. Could be anything. Could be oh anything. my god! What if I made Chico's tacos? <gasps> oh, Chico. Ch- have you guys no? Chico's Tacos is a, is a, um, where was it? El Paso. It's like an El Paso. I think there's a couple of them. There might be two of them, but it's like a, they just, they give you these like flautas with this like really thin sauce on them and cheese and crinkle cut fries. And, uh, I lived in El Paso for one summer and I loved Chico's Tacos. And now every now and then I do a big thing where I make Chico's Tacos, knock off Chico's Tacos. Maybe I'll do those. (laughs) Oh, my God, that would nice. be so fun for me. Wow, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, well, did I fail to bring up anything you really wanted to talk about? I don't think so. No. We think I did good. Thank yeah. God. I have been Allie. I've been Ann. And I've been Leah. This is Tunnel Talk. Our theme is by Chris Corkin. You can find us on Twitter and Tumblr at Tunnel Talk Pod via email at tunneltalkpod at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. If you give us a five-star uh, rating review on any um, platform and then reach out to us, you can ask us to watch something of your choosing, wrestling-related, 
probably, but I guess if there's something else, you can send that to us too. Uh, we save them up. And then when we get like three, uh, we'll, we'll do a special bonus podcast with them. And we have two in the tank right now that we're super excited about. So actually we're kind of begging one of you who hasn't left us a review. If there's something that you, you want us to watch, go leave the review. Uh, you can reach out any way you want to send us the thing you want us to watch. Uh, you can also find us on the Social Suplex Network feed where you can check out some of the other great podcasts on the network. And as always, please come back. Please come back next week. <laughs>